Hello everyone, this is Will. Oh, this is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out at Night. Mostly. Oh, it is. Last year was a... Yeah, last year. Wow. We're in a new year, man. 2022. We made it. (laughs) Made it past 2021. We survived. At least it wasn't as bad as 2020, but you know, we don't like to talk about that year. Um, no, not outside of our podcast. No. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, we have seen the most growth ever on our ever. YouTube um, in the month of December. So thank you very much for everyone who subscribed. Yeah. Um, I hope you enjoy it. We have tons of episodes you can listen to. And if you're new, we're everywhere else. We're yeah. on YouTube. We're <laughs> on all your favorite podcasting sites. Uh, we're even on Spotify i i music or whatever it's called i don't use I iOS, radio so yeah we're everywhere 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 you find podcasts whatever your platform is we're, we're on it so subscribe so follow, subscribe whatever. follow rate us whatever you want to do but yes if you're new welcome and uh you know if you subscribe to the month of december thank you very much you. we really appreciate it and uh, we're pretty excited about the future of this podcast. For some godforsaken reason, you decided to click subscribe on us. We're excited about this little tiny podcast we have going on, okay? Yeah. Like, we like it. We hope you like it. And that's that's our spiel. That's all I can ask for. That's all That's all we can ever hope for. Um, so, so, quick house cleaning. Yeah, we, yeah, we have another announcement. for um, A so less exciting one. Less exciting, but listen, there's going to be a lot of... There's a lot of stuff for you. For the, all of you new people, there's a lot of stuff here. Yeah. Um, so me, I will be because of me for work reasons. Alex is bamboozling all of us. For <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be all the way across the country for until April. Yes. So after this Tuesday, um, that's gonna be our last episode until April. Yep. Now, um, I would love to not have to do that, but life is life. You got to do what you got to do, Alex. We get it. Because, you know, unfortunately, we do have jobs and things like that. Yeah. Outside of this. Mm -hmm. But um, just letting you guys know, in case for whatever reason you catch this episode and not the next one, (laughs) I will also mention on that one, too, to be a broken record. We're just taking a brief hiatus. It's going to be a couple months so that Alex can go... You know, wherever he needs to go and do whatever he needs to do. But and, the podcast um, is, will still go when I'm back, you so know, we're not dead. You know, it's actually, it's kind of funny. This isn't Alex's fault. It's, uh, we're not monetized yet because not we don't have enough subscribers like we just talked about. So we yes. can't make this our permanent uh, job yet. Well, listen, You know what um, would happen if we this was our permanent job? No hiatuses. Hey, if some sugar mama... Or Sugar Daddy, I mean, I don't discriminate, out there wants to just drop, like, a $2 million in my PayPal account. That's... I mean, I'd be okay with that. That's I fine mean, by me. We will, We would gladly keep making the podcast. I'm not saying I will do favors for you, but I would appreciate that. I'm not saying I would do favors for you, but I'm not not saying I would do favors for you. I, you know, maybe I'll cook you a nice <laughs> chicken dinner. I don't know. It's fine. I'd go a little farther, but Alex Alex aims low. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> two million, one million, like just drop it in our PayPal account. That's fine, or my Venmo, whatever. But yeah, yeah. then guess what? No hiatus. Then I don't gotta go fucking anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> 
but <laughs> but as it is right now, um, we do have jobs, so yeah. But that. So, but just so you guys know, like, if you're like, "What the fuck? They're not recording." We're not dead. It's fine. Like, we'll be back, and you'll have almost 200 episodes of bullshit. Yes, that you can listen to. Um, just go re-listen. Sometimes even I go re-listen to some of my favorite episodes. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I some, need a, I need like, to catch up. I need to be like, wait a minute, what was this movie? We got some great oh, ones, but and live streams. Yeah. So yeah, if you're on YouTube, you got even more content. Sorry, because you got the six-hour live streams <laughs> that we never seem to get right. Something. Which goes. I mean, I guess is par for the course for this <laughs> for our podcast. Would it be? I our mean, pod- would it be Team Cone if we didn't fuck something up in <laughs> the something- live stream? We don't try. It just happens. It just it just does. We set it up as best as we can. And it and sounds great. Something happens. But halfway through, like, something goes wrong. But yes, anyway, so yes, housekeeping's out of the way. Subscribe. Movie. Hiatus. Now to the movie. We watched... Um, the Final Terror. The Final Terror. And uh, yeah, this movie is really good. Um, so um, before we get into, like, spoilers, if you like kind of like wh- how do, how would you describe it? like almost like deliverance well in a way. i i mentioned it's not deli- like it's not like it's not exactly the same as deliverance obviously but it kind of gives that vibe well the reason i mentioned deliverance is because it's like it's almost like a survival horror it's not like a i mean it's like a slasher but it leans very heavily into like survivalist. But there's stuff. some like like revenge elements in there. Well, there's it's just like this like... thing of like out in the wilderness, and you have this group of people, and it's just like their mental state is slowly falling apart. No, I also want to say if you like bleak movies, yes, this movie is <laughs> bleak as hell. <laughs> um, there is no like happy like ending or anything like that. So if you like those kind of movies that mm-hmm. we're describing, do yourself a favor and watch this before uh, we get on with a review. Yes. Just because, so you don't spoil it. But there will, obviously, like every other fucking review we ever have done. We go in depth. If you're new here, we go in depth. So this is our critique and overview of this movie. Yes. Um, so yes, if you don't like spoilers, go watch this movie and then come back and listen now, to us. Now, I... I have seen this movie before because, I, I mean, I first because found this movie awesome. because I, I like I like the director of this. He he would later go on to do The Fugitive with Harrison Ford. Yeah. Um, he did, I mean, he did what kind of everyone says is Chuck Norris's best movie, Code of Silence. He did Under Siege, Steven Seagal's best movie. Like a bunch of, he did a bunch of like really good genre films. But this is one of his first movies. That's this kind of I... has the almost like the bones of those movies, yeah. though. Like there's, there is definitely some elements he uses in this movie that you can mm. tell transferred over to. But those, one of like, the things more well-known movies with all of his other movies is he loves like on location, kind of in the nitty gritty type of filmmaking, which this really has. Well, in a way, he like. He almost goes where, like, not a lot of filmmakers are willing to go. So, like, even the the Fugitive, what, it's, like, they're in, like, the sewers and everything. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, well, it, I mean, I'm guessing it was, like, actual sewers they were oh, coming yeah. in. So, like, because the water was all dirty and grimy. And, and like, they're all, like, in wet clothes and... Yeah, so he's not afraid to make his, like, his 
crew like get into it you know yeah which is great and you can tell definitely tell in this scene i just like there's some parallels there oh yeah so um but yeah like let's get into the final yeah. terror so, so for fun fact some god awful reason you don't need to watch the beginning of this movie well, it's funny because if you look it up on like IMDb, one of the first things that they mention is that this opening was filmed after the movie was already done at at the insistence of like the studio and the producers. Yeah, which it's kind of crazy because when you watch the rest of the movie, you can tell how unnecessary and how like it doesn't look. It doesn't look like anything else in the movie. Well, it's very disconnected because, I mean. <clears throat> It doesn't even feel like the same crew. Well, no, and it's like it's just like like you said they have to get that one zinger in because in the beginning of the movie because otherwise how would people the, know? Well, it won't set the tone for the rest <laughs> of the movie, Alex, if we don't put that in there, okay? Well, it's also one of those things Some where like it's big obviously big idiot yeah. stupid Hollywood producer was like, <laughs> "We need a violent scene at the beginning so they know what kind of movie they're why It's like <laughs> Well, it's obviously, like, you know, it's, like, a low-budget kind of almost indie film, so, like, they're not in any position to, like, argue. Well, no, I mean, I'm sure they did their due diligence, but they didn't fuck. you can tell they didn't fucking care, so they no, just because made a quick throwaway scene to slap honestly, at the beginning of the movie. my theory is it's probably not even the same fucking director, it's just, like... Well, because it just shows a bunch of shots of the woods, and then there's, like, these, for some... Well, there's shots that are obviously from the film, like, right. the later parts, because it's, like... All, the movie's filmed in, like, the California Redwoods. Is your so it's hand like, okay? Just, hit, like, fucking smack the shit out of the mic stand? It's alive. Okay, good. <laughs> but it's obviously, like, filmed in, like, the California Redwoods. It's very lush. And there's shots of that. And it's like, okay. Well, and then for some reason, there's this couple on a motorcycle. And, and it's they, a completely different forest. What's weird is they, like, they like for no reason, go... There's a bunch like, of leaves. Lose control and slide. And the and guy gets, off. like, the guy gets, like, uh, trapped under the motorcycle. She lifts it off. And she goes and runs to, for help to a ranger station that's not even remotely in the movie. Well, no, the whole thing is on the movie, because the forest, completely different vegetation, looks a lot drier, which is how you're like, okay, they filmed this in, like, Los Angeles. Or yeah, something. it's not as, like, lush. It's just, like, a canyon outside of L.A. Right. And, yeah, the ranger station is, just, like, a, there's, like, a fence and, like, a power plant it's just like so she runs okay. she runs back and he's like dead hanging on a tree well, first she doesn't see him oh that's right yeah and yeah then then he's just dead and like his throat's kind of slit and then she runs and hits like a trip wire and there's a but there's a <laughs> there's two sticks and there's this is the <laughs> stupidest kill because it's it's so fucking dumb well, it makes no sense well, uh, this would never... I don't think this would kill actually you. kill someone. Right. I think it would hurt you a lot, but I don't think it would kill you at all. No. There's no way this kills this person. It's it's like it's like a bunch of sticks, and they have like... It's like the top of cans when you've, when you've like, cut open a can of, like, beans. Yeah, you know how it's sharp? Can you actually... You get, like, a like a, like a little cut? A, a little cut on your finger. It's yeah, like, like a bunch an of owl, those, like, oh, damn, that hurts kind of cut. It's a bunch of those glued to two sticks... And they swing at her, and it's implied that it 
they, it kills her. Well, you know why? Because they splash a bunch of blood on them. This pa- tomato juice. They splash. The conve- that came out of the cans themselves. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, we have opened all these cans of tomato juice. Might as well splash Fuck. it on these branches right here. <laughs> oh, it costs us $5 to it's film just, this. It's a stupid, stupid trap. It's a stupid way to murder well, someone. It's just like... Like can lids? Like who... Who was like, oh, okay, this is clearly why I think it's either a different director or they really didn't fucking care. Well, it's like the tone and the way it's filmed is so disconnected from yeah. everything else. But that's okay because after this, it finally the movie, the movie the starts. The actual film starts. So the first 10 minutes of the movie, just don't even worry about it. Don't worry about Watch that. Watch the rest of the movie. So we get, um, is it like a, is it a military camp? Am I, is it's that like, right? It's like or park rangers. Like a, park rangers, yeah. okay. But they're like trainees, aren't they? Yes. Okay. So yeah, we get like a park ranger, he's pulling into a station and like a bunch of like guys are sleeping and uh, one of the guys is in his bunk and you see like a hand creep up and like grab him by the chin and he gets all freaked out and they turn the light on and it's one of the superiors like Egger. His name is Egger. And he's very hardcore and you can tell that like the all of them don't really take him seriously. Well, you can also it's kind of like one of those characters where you can kind of tell there's like a screw loose. Yeah. Like he's kind of off in a way. Yeah. Um where he's just like too extreme or like doesn't get along well with like anyone really. Yeah. Um, cause he like, he's holding like a metal bat and he's like banging on, on everything and like waking them all up and like, Threat- and calling all of them like pigs and like, yeah. he's and then, doing like almost like the, the drill sergeant thing, but yeah. he's not really a drill sergeant. So they like, he like wakes one of them up and they like point a knife at his, you know, his crotch Yeah, and he gets all freaked out and like goes back and then it's the... Like the that morning, and um, they're gonna all um, they're all taking like this group of girls out camping, and and river rafting. Yeah, so it's like the main one of the main rangers uh, has like a girlfriend, and, and it's all of her friends. It's all of her friends that are coming along, but they have to make Egger. He's the bus driver. He's the bus driver, so he's gonna drive them to pick up the girls, drop them off so they can camp and hike to where the rafts are gonna be. And then raft down the river. Where, where he'll then pick them up. He's going to pick them up and take them back to the ranger station. The and, yeah. like, you yeah. Just a fun rafting trip. A is fun what, little... Like a day off. Wilderness. But, but he's trying to, like, the main guy's trying to write it off as, like, they're actually doing some ranger stuff. Yeah. Because they're not technically supposed to do they're that. They're not supposed to, but, yeah. But, you know. And they're going into, like, a... And there's a little... I, I mean, this is, like, one of those things where it's, like, you should have just left it as is. Because when um, they're, like, all, like, talking and stuff, there's, like, a radio. And on a radio, there's a report about two missing hikers in the woods or two missing kids. I think they actually specifically mention the area that they yeah. are going to go to. That they're missing um, in. Yeah, that they're missing in. So it's, like, you can tell that. You know, who the big brain producer who wanted that opening was like, well, you mentioned that on the radio, so you should actually show it in the movie. This just proved that the producers just think the audience is fucking stupid. Well, it's just one of those things where it's like that little, little detail in the background is so much better. Right. That would have given us all the foreshadowing we need. Because like, even then, like. They should not. We already know, like, something is going to go down, but this proves that, like, some 
shit has already happened in the woods to make them maybe they shouldn't go there, but they're not paying yeah. attention to it. And even like um, Egger tells them like you shouldn't. Yeah, he's kind of like he's kind of weird about it because he's like you definitely shouldn't do that. You should go to like this other place. It's gonna be better. The rafting's not even gonna be good. He's like really trying really hard to convince them. Yeah not to go to the certain place that they want to go to. Yeah, Mill Creek. Yeah. Like how, he, how can how fitting. And it almost seems like he maybe like knows the area, but we don't know why at this point. He's not telling them. Because he's just he just says like, "Oh, like that's not safe," but he he seems to know the it layout. It rains too much. It's well, like he seems stuff. to know the like the layout really well. Yeah. In this area, but he tells them not to go. Um, so a little bit of foreshadowing mm. for you. But don't worry, it's not what you think. But they all, um, like, they all get together. They get in their bus. They pick up the girls, and as they're driving there, they drive past a, um, like, a mental institution. Well, one of them like makes an off comment of like, "Hey, Edgar, isn't that where you grew up?" And, and like all this stuff, like, "Isn't that where you come from?" And like, he just kind of looks at them. Well, he gets all like silent. So like, you're thinking like, "Well, yeah. maybe." They're just picking on him. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But they. And the whole time there, he, again, he keeps telling them, like, you shouldn't go there. He's like, listen, let me take you to this other place. It's really good. The trails are really nice. Like, the like the rafting's really good. You should not go to Mill Creek is where yeah. they're going. Um, so, they go anyway, obviously, because, you know, in a horror movie, you never listen to people that are trying to warn you. Yes. Because you want to have fun. That's you fine. don't care that you're going to die. It's fine. It's safe. It's fine. Everything will be fine. Edgar's just weird. It's not no, going to... Nothing, nothing, nothing bad happens. Ba- nothing bad is going to happen. Okay? Nothing bad happens in this movie. <laughs> to nobody. It's fine. Um, but they get there. You know, they're all unpacking and like... Well, so know. basically what they do is the Edgar drops them off and they're going to leave like equipment they don't need in the bus. Mm-hmm. And like one of them knocks uh, the like a quick foreshadowing there too. One of them, like, is getting their stuff out and um, knocks over a bunch of cans of peaches, like these big industrial-sized cans of peaches. And Edgar's like, give me that. He's like, I'll take care of those. And he throws them back in the bus, and then... They're just like, whatever. Yep, so he drives off as they all hike down to... Um, he, like, hassles one of them, and then yeah. he drives off to go uh, get the rafts ready. And so they camp out on the lake. I mean, on the... Not the lake, sorry. On the street, like, there's a stream. Yeah. Um, a, a river. And um, they camp out in this, like, rocky area. Does anything happen the first night? Is this when they go home um, for... So, not really. I'm trying to think if it's, if it's the first night. Is this the first... Is this when they go hunt for weed? Yes. Okay, because, yeah. So, like, a bunch of them are sleeping at the fire. And, like, three of the guys... So, two of the guys are going to go up. And one of them wants to join in with the two guys. Because they're looking for They're going to go, like, hunt weed. Because they're, cause earlier, when they're, like, in the river and stuff, and they're all, like, setting everything up, they're, like, one of them's like, hey, I bet there's some, like, well, they mentioned some something, farms up here and stuff. They mentioned something about, like, hippies in the in the woods. Yeah. That, like, have shot people for trying to steal their, like, Trespass crops. on their property. Yeah. So they do it anyway. So they go up, and, like, the guy wants to join in. They're like, well, like, we can't, we don't usually cut people in. But, you know, if you if you want to, you'll get 20%. And he's like, nah, third. So they negotiate, and he's like, okay, a third. What you got to do is howl every 40 seconds for a few hours for us. Yeah, well, for, well, for, well first I tell him, like, you got to howl like a wolf. And then he's like, well, 
shouldn't I howl if someone's like if I see somebody it's like no that's stupid once the howling stops then that's when we know well because he basically explains that like you howl so much that if the farmer comes over and says what you're what you howling for and then the howling will stop and that warns them that they're not there they're but not it, doesn't, it doesn't matter because they're just pranking the guy it turn it it eventually turns to a big prank that they're just fucking with them but there's well, like a a shot where he's like laying on a log and howling and you see like a you see mo- yeah, they like, do like a, a bush like being pulled called? away it's called a split diopter shot mm-hmm. where it's like it's like a double focus so there's like something in like the background and then something in the foreground and it's like equally in focus but it's like him he's all the way in the back and then in like the front there's like a tree and you see like some like bushy it almost like a ghillie suit it starts like moving yeah and then you see the other two guys and they oh he actually fell for it okay let's get out of here and then it's like next day you know everyone wakes up and they see that he's not there like where'd he go like did he go for like a nature hike so the main guy that brought them all there is gonna go look for because they admit that they fucked with them basically yeah and then they go to where like they left him howling and the guy tells them the other two kids to go back and get his girlfriend because they take him there and they just see his like bandana hanging there and that's it and they're like okay we'll go back get my girlfriend we're gonna look up the stream you go downstream and we'll see if we can meet in the middle Mm. and uh like you know um see if we can find him so he starts looking and then the girlfriend comes by and she starts looking for him and they're both looking for Marco, mm-hmm. who's the one that's lost. And the, <laughs> the counselor, or like the main guy, he finds like a, a just a uh, like a little waterfall. Lovely little waterfall. And, and like a little, little stream, a little like water pocket in the, uh, in the stream and decides to take a new, a new dip. And his girlfriend comes along. And she like freaks him out with his her feet and uh <laughs> and they start making out and they start fucking and you know what that means in a horror movie literally right away he gets fucking it's like a i don't even know how to explain it it's like a fucking knife that you like grip and it goes up like the it's side. almost shaped like a it's like a curved blade it's almost like a boomerang yeah it like because it has a straight handle but then the the knight the blade part of it like swings forward the kind of like a sickle but it's a really fat sickle it's almost like a kind of knife that you can like grab and like use to like climb up like trees and stuff yeah which i'm assuming is the point yeah. right yeah but I, I i have no idea what the fuck it's called i'm so, not a nature person so anyway like he gets like sliced in the back a bunch of times and she starts screaming and then you see like she gets like taken away yeah, she gets dragged down, and uh, so that's the end of that story for now. And then it's like the oh, really quick, I to- totally fucking forgot. Um, the first night when they're at the at the campfire, one of them they start telling like scary stories. Oh yeah, and one of them tells a story about how there was um a woman who was like she lived at like a log logging camp in the woods. Yeah. And one day she was like, she was raped by a guy who was basically like providing for everybody. And she was like, she couldn't tell anybody what happened because she was so scared. 
and then she became pregnant with a child and she ended up going crazy because she couldn't tell anybody what happened yeah so she was committed to an insane asylum and it was the one that they drove past and the kid ended up growing up in like a foster home yeah and then one day he was like he came back to the asylum to see what happened to his mom he got angry at how they were treating her and he basically took her out of there and into the woods. And that now she lives in the woods. And then, you know, one of their friends, like, spooks all of them. And it's like, ah, oh, it's a big joke. But the whole time, he's telling that story. Edgar's in the back, like, just kind of glaring. Yeah. When he gets, like, pissed off for some reason. Yeah, and he gets angry. He's like, what he are gets, you telling them? It's that, yeah. that's and then stupid. He, yeah. And so, um, yeah, the guy gets murdered. She gets taken. And then they're, like, all going to go to sleep, and then all of a sudden, one of them, they're all sleeping, and you just see, like, this dirty-ass hand come on uh, one of them, and she, like, like a woman's voice starts whispering in her ear. Yeah. And she has, like, like, these black, black nails and black girl, The girl wakes up, screams, and, like, everyone's freaked out, and um, thinks, like, okay, like... Because at this point, they're also, like, not sure where the... Yeah, they're like, the, someone, the couple is. someone's fucking with us. I don't know what's going on. And then one of the girls goes up to use the, the outhouse. Because what happens is they're sitting there, and then they see, like, a figure in the distance. Like, walk across the river. And they're like, what the hell is that? What is that? And then it's Marco. Yeah. And he's been fucking with them. Yeah, Marco's been fine the whole time. He was just, like, going everywhere, and he found weed. He and found like, the stash. And so one of the girls gets pissed off, and she's going to go use the uh, the outhouse. So she goes in there and, like, starts, like, setting up and everything. And then, like, oh, we didn't even talk about the part where they found the cabin. The cabin, I was going to say, yeah. Sorry, Cause... my bad. Like, look, erase that from your memory for a second. So when they're looking for Rewind Marco, real quick. The two guys that pranked him, they end up finding a cabin in the woods. Yeah, so there's like a like in the one of the dresser and one of the, like the cupboards. There's like a wolf head. Well, first, um, I mean, lots of call it world building, I guess. Yeah. Because the cabin has like there's like chicken coops with chickens. Well, there's also like an old raft that was there's used by like by rangers. Yeah. There's a there's a little gated like area with a goat. Hmm. Um, but they go in and they go into the cabin. It's like dirty and they found a wolf's head, but they also find the food. Right. The, the, pe- the, can, the canned peaches. Yeah. And they're like, oh, fucking Edgar has been here. What the hell is he doing? Yep. And, and they, like, find, they found a wig. They found a wig and like uh, women's clothing. Yeah. Women's clothing. And they're all just like, he's doing like freaky shit up here. Yeah. So they like, they blow it off. Like, they find his hat. They're like, it must be, like, Edgar must be doing something. So they already, they're already suspecting Edgar of doing something weird. And this, like, the paranoia just builds from here. Um, So, because she goes, like, now we'll fast forward to where where I actually was. She sits down to go to the bathroom, and you see the wolf head, and it starts falling. Yeah. And she screams, and then on the back end, you see the count, like, the... The main like ranger's face. It's his head. All, like, blood. Yeah, uh, like all bloody. Yeah. It's basically, his his severed head there, and then, you know, she freaks out. They all run in. One of them ends up like, I mean, I, I like how. I don't know. 
I guess it feels it feels realistic. Because well, one of them pukes. Everyone's like, just like they just react horribly to it. Obviously, pants. I mean, how could you not? But and they you just see like the guy's head and like like kind of like body parts and like guts just kind of strewn around in there. Mm-hmm. And at this point, they know and like you know they're all suspecting. Well, and of course, they're so paranoid. Of course, the person they would point to mm-hmm. is Egger. Yeah. Because he's the only one that's been acting weird, and they found the canned peaches. Yeah. So, you know, they're going off of what the evidence they have, and so this starts that paranoia of, like, we have to go find Egger and, yeah. like, and get out of here. Because the next day, they're all, like... Well, because they're, like, they're already kind of on the path of revenge, because what they're going to do is go back to the cabin... And get him in the early morning while he's still sleeping and try and like tie him up and like um either that or take the raft down the river to like warn people yeah so basically what they do is they don't they go back and they don't find him but they like well so um i know because one of the things that they're all dressed because they're i mean yeah survivalist outfits but right yeah like the blonde has to cover up her blonde hair so it doesn't show in the forest there's um there's a girl that has like uh she has like dreadlocks and they have like the it's like those like what the fuck do you it's call like them? beads yeah she has yeah. beads and the guy tells her like you you have to like wrap those up because they make too much noise so she ties them up they're all like you know they all like have fo- foliage like tied to them and stuff yeah, it's like just that so they're not revealed but mm-hmm. they go up to that cabin they don't find anything but you you see some shots of, well um, well you also like i mean so when they first enter the cabin there's like a, a new like table with like a like rotten meat on it and they're all obviously suspecting well they're all grossed out because like that's probably who you think it is and it like smells because they all like have to cover their nose but they're all suspecting it's the worst possible thing also yep. earlier um one of the guys stole a thing of magic mushrooms yes from that cabin which will come in effect at the end of the movie but they look around another one of them finds a jar with a hand in yeah it. and he like drops it. he like drops it but then we get shots of like the woman the older woman the girlfriend of the guy that died and a knife like underneath her nose and it's like and, and like a hand holding her mouth and you can see they're looking up through the floorboards and you can see the like you can like see shadows when like, they're walking when they're walking around it's great so she's being held hostage underneath mm-hmm. the house and so they they don't find anything so what they do is take the raft because they're just going to raft down the river and trying to warn the police because they even say like they're like, well, we can't catch him. I don't know where he is in the woods, so let's just like go warn the police, and we'll ha- let them handle it. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Basically, the way that they were, basically what they were gonna do originally, which is like raft down the river and catch the bus. Yeah. So they're gonna go to that same spot. But as they're like getting the raft ready, it keeps like intercutting with like, like the woman. Like she gets out of the cellar, and then she's like sitting there by that table with the meat on it, and you just see like the person in the background well and then like the person in the background like closes the cellar door and then like shoves a hat on top of her yeah and like um like gets her dressed in different clothing and so we start the they start rafting so they go back to the campsite and take whatever they just need you know wear the warmest clothes they have and then they start rafting down the river so we get a couple shots of them like trying to like proceed through like rapids and 
um, other obstacles. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all trying to row and taking turns, like directing and everything. But we also get some cool shots of like they like pass a, like a rock formation. And it looks fine. And it looks fine, and then one of the rocks starts moving, and you realize it's, like, the person in the ghillie suit. They're, like, camouflaged. Yeah. And it's a really well-done shot. It and was, like, one of the creep, of like, one of the, honestly, probably one of the creepiest yeah. in the entire movie. It was really well done. And then there's, like, another shot where, like, you see, like, like the woman being, like, dragged around in the woods. And then in, like, the background, you see their raft coming closer and closer. Well, and at this point, like, it, it doesn't make any... You don't know whether she's alive or dead. Like, you have yeah, no idea. you don't see. You have no idea, because, like, she's just being dragged you just around. You see the figure in the hat. Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, they're going underneath, like, a, a branch, and, um, like, something just drops the body of the, the, the woman. And her throat slit. Yep. And so, they, like, cover it with, like, a... Um, they all freak out. One of them throws like their shirt on it, so no one has to it's look at like, it. It's very like haphazard, which then they, I appreciate. Then they and the next scene is them burying her. And then one of them is like, "Come on, like, like hurry we up. we don't got time for this. We have to go." Like and and so and also I forgot. It it kind of is briefly mentioned that the girl that went to the that found the dead body in the bathroom she can't swim. Yeah. So she's like really freaked out about going out of the raft. Yeah. But they're trying to, like, pass under a log, and she doesn't want to get out. And then, the, like, one of them's, like, helping her, and the other guy's just, like, screaming at her, and they're all just... Well, this is, be- this is like, the scene where it just becomes very desperate. Like, well, the whole thing de- is, like... Desolate and destitute. Like, little by little, they're just... I mean, it's like, you watch any, like, decent survival movie, there's always that thing where, like, the group starts fraying. People yeah. just start arguing and fighting, and it's just like this desperate. is that this is that scene yeah. where it's like they finally kind of like this is the, uh, the desperation the desperation sets in, and then they finally get to like this place where they can see where the bus is, and they look up and there's like this bridge in the distance. Yep, and you can see the bus there with the rafts on it, and then the guys like it's a trap. We'll go at night, like we'll go at night just to make sure. So they go at night. They get to the bus. They get, start. they get in the bus, they look around, there's nothing there. I mean, their equipment is still there, that they left in there, but it's like warm clothes. Yeah. So at least they have that. But the the wires have been cut on the bus, so yeah, it's, not bus going any, it's not going anywhere. But it's nighttime, so they're going to sleep. And then one of the guys takes magic mushrooms. Just yep. chill. But, chill the fuck out. And then all of a sudden, you think everything's fine. But you hear like, like something... It's like something crawling on top of the bus. And then all of a sudden, one of the, like, uh, women is looking around, and an axe comes through the window. And they get all freaked out, and then, like, you they can... They run out the... They, um... Well, they run to the front of the bus to try and open the door again. Yeah. But, like, it's jammed, and then you see the the figure come down on the hood. And it's like this long... It's like a spear thing. It's like, like one a... of those, like, big, like saws you would use to like cut down a branch that's really high in the sky um she um like the she like the women women like run towards the back now and the figure like stabs it through the windshield and breaks it and um and they all escape through the back of the bus there's like an emergency window and they all like uh, break break through that and then they run through the woods one of them gets like kind of split up 
and then she gets attacked by the figure. Like gets like sliced in the throat. Like hit in the throat, but they like are able to patch it up. Like because... two of them have to run back to the bus and get a first aid kit. One of them has to sew up the wound. Mm-hmm. And it's and then they're just like sitting there and they're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna have to go back to like that ravine. We're gonna have to make a stand for it. Right. There's like a choke point, and like we'll we'll see him coming. We can like set up a a like a trap for Edgar. Yeah. And um, lure him in. Well, like it's gonna be us versus him. Yeah. And it's the next day, and we'll, and the guy who took the magic mushrooms is just—he's cracking. He's like humming along to stuff, and he's like, "Why are you doing that? Stop!" And like, and he's like, "It's this is it. Like this is why." My favorite bit though is when he's like, "This is why we lost the war." Yep. Because the the, the Viet Cong knew the forest, we didn't. So silent. And then, and then one of the guys is like, "Did you take the fucking mushroom?" <laughs> he's like, "I'm not high." But I, love I almost respect Edgar. He found like this. He finds this like circle where this giant tree has fallen over, and it's like created this kind of arena, where it's like you know you got a hill on one side and this giant fallen tree. So it's it like literally this, looks like an arena. Yeah, like it's like a circle in the middle. You're just of, gonna sit there. Yeah, this opening. And they're just like, listen, you just. Uh... He starts going on this giant like just drug-addled like monologue yeah. about yeah, how this is why we lost the war and, and like how he's gonna win and how it's so silent it's perfect this is the perfect place, perfect place where he can kill Ag- where he can kill Edgar. <laughs> he's he's like now if he would just reveal himself while the others are like getting ready and they're like trying to like set up traps they're putting on like dirt on their face they're wearing like leaves all over their body to, like camouflage themselves well and they're all talking and everything and like they're getting like you see like people they're putting climbing the tree they don't know what they're doing yet the guy on the magic mushrooms yeah. is still monologuing yeah. while he's climbing up the giant tree and yeah. you have no idea what he's doing because they put like the boots on that you can climb trees with and like the rope yep yeah. and so he goes up and then he like quickly gets back down and they're ready to set their plan into motion and then one of them is just like yelling and like taunting Edgar. yeah while the just totally silent well the wild mushroom guy just like kind of looks from that arena yeah. um he just like is staring at what's gonna happen yeah and the guy walks around it's just completely silent he's like, for Edgar. Edgar, like where are you like just come out and show your face they're we're they're gonna get we you just want to go home and well, he's trying to be, like, the reasonable one. Yeah. He's trying to say, like, you know, like, they're trying to get you, like, let's just, like, in this, like, yeah. let's, like, come out and we'll, like, we'll talk about this or whatever. And then Edgar shows up behind him and, like, puts a rope around him. Song, I told you to stay out of here. I told they're you. They're going to find her. They're going to find her and now all this you, stuff. Now you have to die. They're going to take her from me. And you're just like, what the fuck? And, and he's like, now. All of the guys. And they're like. Uh, like Everyone. the women and the men just like crowd around Edgar and just beat the holy living shit out of him. And I love, I love how dark this is, because they're just like animal savage. Just oh, they're just wailing on him, and he's just like bleeding to death. And they're, they're like, just, they're like pushing his face like into one like of them the river. Like has like a giant like rock. One well, like, and at that point, this. you it, this is another creepy scene. You see the guy on the wild mushrooms just like grinning while he's watching while them. He's just, watching like, this. Because he's sitting the, on top of like this tree. Beat the absolute shit out of Edgar. And like you see from the the internal of the like the tree. The tree. The huge stump. You see like the person in the ghillie suit come out of it. Yeah. And like climbing up with the knife. She uh the figure is climbing up with the knife and like 
like it wraps around the guy's foot and it like and cuts cuts and like uh, the guy falls and like breaks his neck on the rocks below and then you see like him like laying there with his neck all twisted and everyone looks back and like this figure just like screams and you see it's this woman yep and then Edgar's just laying there bleeding and he's like mom mom mommy help me and then she like I, I fucking love this ending is goat goat shit this is like legit like really fucking like i like the rest incredible but this ending is so this made it worth it it's like unique and like bleak (laughs) because it's just like she screams and like he's just like mommy and all bleeding out she like starts running they're all like staring like not horrified yeah because it's like almost that realization of that fucking campfire tale is real. real so um she like starts like walking like f- quickly to them and like raising her like and you see like her knives up and then you see like a trip wire on along the logs and she trips it and, and you see like these axes like come down and like hit I love talking about cool fucking camera shots dude this is so fucking There's a shot and I'm not kidding multiple there, shots they mounted they actually swung this giant fucking log it's in the movie in the woods yeah and they fucking mounted a fucking camera. There's two cameras. Yeah, they front m- mounted two cameras on this fucking log as it's swinging, and it looks there's so one fucking shot cool. Where it like swings and it's like a camera mounted, and you see it like coming right towards this woman. Well, and then there's a one that's like a side angle, and where you it, see like, like stabs her. Well, I love it because you can see all like before it even stabs her, you can see all these jagged like angles they made with the fucking <laughs> sticks all over this fucking log. And this this log fucking just totally fucking bodies this woman. And you just see it, like, swinging in the forest with this, like, woman on it, and it's, like, bloody log. I love the sideways angle when her, like, body's on it, and you can see, the, like, the bloody stick oh, it's so great. sticking out of As her body. And it's just woods. flying through the fucking woods. Oh, it's It so looks great. so fucking cool. Like, I, I'm... That is, like... It's seriously one of my favorite shots I've seen in recent memory. It's so cool. It's fucking <laughs> awesome. And they knew how fucking cool it looked. They wouldn't have mounted that many cameras to it if they didn't think it was fucking cool. Well, that was just like, it's like they could have shot that like normal, you know, just have a camera on the ground. But it's like they went there. Well, I also like how they didn't do the thing because a lot of B movies, when they do like the swinging log thing, it stops when it hits the person. But and you see, it if you go. know one, if you know anything about momentum, it wouldn't just stop the log. So if she gets fucking just slammed, uh, like to this log, and it keeps on fucking just swinging, yeah, and then like you just see like it finally stops shaking, and you see her like lifeless body, and you see them still holding Egger down, uh, into the like river, and then it just like slowly pans up, and then the credits and credits start rolling. One other thing is like, I don't know, I, I it's just like the fact that there's no dialogue once you see that reveal, other than him screaming for his mother. Well, it's I love so perfect. I love that how they don't have to explain anything. You know exactly. You know. What, you know the story. Yeah. Like if you paid attention in the beginning, you know exactly what happened. Yeah. Like that folklore story is true. That that's him. That's him. He's the one that like broke, and like that's why he looked so weird when they were passing the the mental asylum. 
because it's all true. He is he helped his mom escape. But it's like that, and and then like when they see her, it's like that realization, that, that realization in their head of like, oh fuck, it's real. But no, I the ending to this is so cool. Every time, the, like the first time I saw this movie, it like that ending fucking blew me away. It was so goddamn cool, and even to this day, like. It's so fucking cool. It's impressive for like a little B For a little B movie. For like a little B movie that came out in 83. Like they went fucking hard on that ending. I mean the whole movie's good, but that like we all like we we always say that like like that movie, you know, Middle Storm. Like an ending can really I was actually just about to bring that up. It can make or fucking break a movie. Like, I would have, I mean, honestly, this movie's a, a good enough movie. I would have probably rated it high anyway, but, like, that ending just, like, it, it shot it into the stratosphere for yeah. me. Like, it just, it, it's such a, it's such a cool and stylish way to end, like, the, the main, like, villain of the movie. Because it's like, you get, like, your, you get your big reveal of the film, your big twist at the end, and then it's just, like, Boom. Fucking owned. Well, I like how almost instantly too, like right after the log hits her and she dies, it ends. Yeah. Like there's no like, there's no there's end no where they like get out of the forest. There's no, no. monologue. There's nothing. It just ends. What well, because... makes it bleaker? Because it's like before that they're fucking beating him to death like animals, like savages. Yeah. And then it's just like they murder this woman with a fucking giant log. It's just like you don't need that thing of like, oh, they're happily ever after. Because for me, like, the whole film, the atmosphere, the mood, it's fucking bleak. It is very bleak. And it's like, um, even though, yeah, they technically, I guess, won. It's that thing where it's like, and what's did cr- you? What's crazy to me is it's not a really high body count in this movie either. But, like, it, it's effective. Like, the deaths, what sets in everything into motion is effective enough to keep the story going. Well, it's like, constant. It's it's also constantly moving. So you can't really call it a slasher, but it is like a thriller. Oh yeah. Um. So like, cause like it's not enough death to call it a slasher, even though there is like a slasher character in it. Mm. But like, it's just such a cool like thriller, like in the woods movie. Oh yeah. Like it, it's a hidden gem, if you ask on, me. Like I mean, honestly. You have the beautiful fucking on location, filming in the forest you have like all your actors doing all that shit like running around the river rafting they're dirty it's just i mean really how many like i'm not counting that opening on screen really two deaths but it's effective and see like from the slasher that is what's crazy is like it's it's effective it's still really effective with only having two on-screen deaths because even then like there's the scene where the girl gets lost and she gets her neck cut but it's like it's still suspenseful because it's like they have to go back to the bus and they have to get first aid and then one of them has to sew it back well there's always like reasons why they're going from point to point right well it it feels i don't know it feels real i guess for me it feels like something it feels plausible yeah, like the, no, re- I agree. the way people react, how like the first time they see the dead body, one of them throws up. You know, it's very it it, it feels like something plausible. Well, it feels very like you know, I mean, a lot of films have explored this, but like 
animalistic, like our animalistic nature comes out. So because like, little by little, they it's like by the end of the film, they've almost like degraded down. Well, they've dehumanized to Eg- her level. They've dehumanized Egger so much mm. that they're willing to all gang up on him and kill him and violently murder him. Yes, and yeah, violently murder him. Uh, like, even with, like, almost zero proof that he actually killed those people. Zero tolerance. It's, it's and then it re- is revealed that they were beating the shit out of the wrong person. Yeah. Even though Edgar just wanted to protect. And then even Edgar has his own, like, reasons for yeah. why. He's protecting his mom. He's protecting his mom. He doesn't want them to be there, but he also doesn't want them to die. So it's like there's reasons everyone <laughs> is in the woods at this certain point. And it's almost like the... It's good filmmaking. It's really good. It's effective. It's it, it just it creates a like a, a good mood. Like mood for the whole it's a, it's a whole tone for the movie. Yeah. And it's great. And that in shot with the log is oh my fucking God. incredible. If you do anything, just go to YouTube and search that scene. If you don't want to watch the movie, fine. But like search that scene. It's fucking it's cool as shit. It's cool as shit, but I'm not gonna lie, like once you sit through the hour thirty minute film, that ending is Woo. Now, apparently, you were saying you can get this, you can watch this movie on Amazon Prime, but it's the commentary well, if track. You have, um, Shout Factory. If you have the Shout Factory subscription. Because this was released by Scream Factory, which is a, a brand. Subsidiary. Yeah. So, like, you can go to Scream Factory, I and I think, think I think they do sell this movie. Oh, they do. So I you can, think you can watch it. So, it's, it's kind of the weird thing where it's like, if you have a subscription to Shout Factory, you can watch it on Amazon, but it's the commentary version. Or you can pay the three dollars to watch the a non commentary version. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I don't know why the hell they have the commentary version for people to watch as opposed to the. I, I mean, mean I honestly, guess... that's kind of cool. I might actually go watch the commentary. I just want to know yeah. what the like, curious the thought process was for this entire movie. It'd be really cool to kind of delve into that. Yeah, I'd be curious to see who's on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I would hope it was the director, but if I guess it I better guess, be the director because yeah. I would love. I don't know. I respect it. I, I do res- too. I respect for like it. a beginning effort and like for a B movie, this it kind of slaps. It aims. It aims high. I definitely get how maybe some fucking producers had no idea how to like market this thing because I feel like a lot of people probably go into this thinking that it is going to be like. Friday the 13th, which don't get me wrong. I love well, like Friday the 13th. A, like a, a wood slasher. A camp. Yeah, a camp slasher. Like, oh, kind of like young people in the woods camping. Okay. I mean, yeah, but not really. It's a more... It's like... Like, Friday the 13th is like popcorn entertainment, and I love Friday the 13th. It's almost like a character study. <laughs> like, this is like it's, like... it's like a slower, more patient film with lots of fucking just i don't know plus like the way it's filmed and the way it's handled it feels almost i don't know has a very gritty kind of feel well it's a slow burn but the payoff is awesome oh my god that payoff um oh my god but yeah like if you're into this kind of shit go you do do yourself a favor and go watch it check it Um, out final tear the final tear (laughs) shitty to pretty it's going to be pretty high for me. I'm not going to lie. Like, I already liked the movie, and then the ending just, like, kind of, like, bumped it. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of funny because, like, the first time I watched this movie on my own, like, years ago, I wouldn't have given it this high of a rating. But I'm going to say a nine. We all... <laughs> Shitty yeah. or pretty is never, like, we never it's, differ. It's never differ. We never differ. Like, I, I haven't, like, loved it. Well, I think we differed on, like, Inframan because that was my shit. Well, you, I mean, that's not fair because Inframan is, like, your personality it, it was, on screen. That was my shit. So I think I gave, like, Inframan a 10 and but, you gave it, like, a 6. No, but, I gave, like, an 8, I think, but still. But that's, like, the only like movie I think we've actually, like, kind of disagreed on. It's not even really a disagreement. It's just, like, that was, like, my shit. Yeah. But, like... Why? That's that's why we started this. It's true because we agree on a lot of things. So yeah, a nine is what I was gonna give it too because I like, I don't think it has enough to make it a full ten. For it's me. not. Yeah, it's not um, quite that. Which don't get me wrong, a nine is a very fucking. It's a high rating. I mean, but like, the, you have to be like something. Like you have to be Death Force to be, uh, like a ten. You know. You have like, to be um, like you have to subvert like all my expectations and make it just a fucking incredible movie. You have to be like next of kin. Yeah, something like where it's just apps masterpiece. To yeah, like like why haven't I heard of this fucking movie yeah. before? And yes, the ending is fucking lit as fuck in this movie, but it doesn't quite bump it to a ten for me because the rest of the movie is really good, but it's like just not like. You know, I, I think it's like not, one of not like masterpiece level. I think it's one of those things where like, like the the low budget probably bumps it down at from a ten to a nine, but still, don't get me wrong. But it's still a good movie. It's still great. Like you should still go watch it. A like, nine it's out still, of ten. It's still a good, a really good time. Like it's still highly recommended yeah. for a movie that like people don't either either ignore. Or they just shit on nine out of ten. It's good. Trust me. Yeah, you'll have a good time. Yeah, if this is your kind of thing. So uh, I think, yeah, I think this is one of those things that you just have to go into it like blind. Mm-hmm. Don't no precon and, and ignore that opening. Yep. <laughs> just, yeah, just just skip the first like ten minutes. Just skip or so. to when the actual opening credits starts. Yeah. And there you go. That's where the movie truly begins. That's the true beginning of the movie. <laughs> But yeah, so the final terror. Uh, that's uh, that's it. That's good movie. It. Awesome ending. Yeah, good so, shit. That's, so uh, yeah, that's all I got. That's it. For they mostly come out at night. This has been Will. This has been Alex. And we will talk to you all for the final time in like four months later. We are final terror. Next oh, time, oh, next time will be our final time. terror. It'll um, be um. Oh, honey. I'm not ready. You you know, you, you, when you see it, you'll be like, oh. But you're not, you, for now, you're not ready. <laughs> I, I ain't ready. All right, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, uh, how, do you, how do you close these doors? <laughs> is this button? Okay. Is this button? Okay. Oh, no.